buffalo, we let the smuggle blow. Soon as the pack landed, I let a couple go. Michigan back to New York, we burning up the pipe. We turning up the night, I just earned another strike. 90 East and 94 duck in the state patrol. I had to move safe and low, especially cause my face was known. Free all my hitters in the clink, just trying to make parole. I'ma still straight the bowl to the day you make your own. Place the pitch, ate them all, get a brick, break it down, hit a lick, take you down, take a city, rape a town. 80 big ones in the ceiling, tell that bitch don't make a sound. 80s baby still in prison, wish that I could break him out. Stood up and he made us proud, told him when I make it out. We ain't gonna have to risk our life no more, I found the safer route. I just shot a kite the bro, we put me on the paper route. Now we on the road, 36 O's wrapped up in paper towel. My witnesses show up in court, the judge, he had to weigh the trial. They say I got a morbid sense of humor, but that made me smile. Shout out to my shooter, when he drill you, that's a flagrant foul. Just put in for his appeal, he told me it might take a while. Told him ain't shit but some time, just make sure that you make it count. And when you get back out, that bitch don't let these niggas take you out. Or trick you off the street again, these bitches out here chasing clout. Make sure you double count it, give a fuck how long yeah. it take to count. I channel my thoughts, dope on my scale, hand on my fork. We hustlers, prices double up when it land in New York. Wait, name a click with a rep substantial as ours. And the work so good, all the fiends compare you to God. Dope shooters walk my block like yo, this. Yo, the yo, yo, what up, everybody? What up, what up, what up? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast. I'm your gracious host. Mitchell Brown. Thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for joining us. This wonderful podcast. I, that I'm 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 excited. God damn it. I'm excited. This is your first time listening to the podcast. Fuck that. Shout out everybody that listens to this podcast, first of all. And this is your first time listening. Welcome. Subscribe, rate, and comment, man. We out here. Shout out to all the ladies that listen to the podcast while y'all do y'all hair. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all for that, man. I appreciate y'all for fucking with the Hood Loves Me podcast. Um, we got a lot to talk about, man. Whole 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 lot of shit to talk about. You know, I I, I, I got a whole list of shout outs. It, I don't know if I want to be excited or if I want to be melancholy, right? Because we got bad news. All right, and I'm gonna start by saying R.I.P. to Pop Smoke. And I'm gonna I'm gonna suppress my excitement to kind of get through this part of the podcast, right? Because this is really unfortunate. Um, rapper Pop Smoke, and I'm not too familiar with his work as a as a as a rapper. I've heard the name before, heard of the guy, haven't really listened to his music too too much. Don't know much about his music. Um, but Pop Smoke was was murdered a few days ago um, at his house or at a house in, you know, like Los Angeles. Pop Smoke is from Brooklyn. And um, there's a lot of speculation in, in, into what happened or into, you know, whatever. Um, and listen, we try to stick to the facts here, right? There's, there's a lot of sensationalism. And our news process today, and 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 I, I feel like that that eats away at the quality of the stories, the quality of the news. So I don't, based off the facts, all we know is that somebody ran into this dude's house and they killed him. Now people are speculating that you know he posted his address or he posted. Um, 
his location on social media. And that very well may be the case. And people saying that, you know, this young man is stupid because this young man posted that and he should know better. And, you know, you got to be, you, you, you can't be posting your shit and blah, blah, blah. And, and listen, all the people that's saying that are older motherfuckers that know better, but we had to learn not to do that. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not going to judge this young dude because this young dude made a bad decision that young people make all the time. I'm upset at the fact that this young dude wasn't able to learn from his mistakes the way that I was able to learn from mine, the way that we were able to learn from ours. If you're still young listening to this, I mean, if you're young while you're listening to this podcast, you're going to make some dumbass mistakes. You just better hope that you're able to walk away from your dumbass mistakes. And if you're somebody that has learned from their mistakes, if you're somebody that is, is so upset and so passionate about young people making mistakes and paying the ultimate price because of these said mistakes, how, then what are you doing for young kids to guide them properly? What are you doing to educate young kids on which mistakes they should avoid? Or are you just bitching and being a hoe-ass nigga on your Facebook? Because it's fucked up that this 20-year-old kid who was, you know, starting his career is no longer alive to learn from his dumb-ass 20-year-old mistake. That's all. We'll be right back after these messages, man. I'll talk to y'all soon. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Thank you all for being here. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate the time y'all take to fuck with this podcast, man. Um, lots to talk about. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna grow, right? It, it I, I kind of like how we take take the um the pod and 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 we grow it. Excuse me. We're like, you know, we start out with like the light shit, the easy shit, the small shit. And then, you know, as 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 we progress as we go on, we get into the heavier shit, right? But there's a lot for us to talk about. Um I left last week talking about um All-Star and the culture behind All-Star. And what happens um, at these events, All-Star, All-Star Weekend, you know, uh, Lit Weekends in Vegas, so on and so forth, Super Bowl in Miami, shit like that. Um, but the NBA, without a doubt, is the best All-Star. Like, like they, in, in terms of the entertainment, right? And <clears throat> maybe it's the athletes, maybe it's, you know, the, the, the involvement Right. But um, this Kobe thing, this Kobe thing um, is going to go on. Right. Kobe thing is going to go on. And, and, and I believe his um, like the public service will be coming up. 
this week. I believe it'll be on on on, on the twenty fourth, February twenty fourth, two twenty four. Um, they already had his his like private service for his family and close friends and things like that, and I'm I'm glad that they did that. Um, but uh, yeah, man, this Kobe thing's gonna be in our face for a while, and the All Star Weekend did a did a did a really good job of of um, I guess kind of sending Kobe off, and and you know we've seen clips of you know. Um, cats like Allen Iverson and Tracy McGrady and, and you know people that played with Kobe that knew Kobe and um, how they interacted with uh, other players there was this one clip floating around of uh, Allen Iverson um, he was signing autographs or whatever he was talking to some fans and uh, you know Dwayne Wade had walked up to him and, and, and like they had a very nice embrace a very like emotional um embrace and and it really gave us an image of the fraternity that these guys are in and and you know we we often hear them talk about all oh, the, the you know the NBA players this is a fraternity so on and so forth um and we got to see that then but um in terms of the the you know I mean the game the festivities the events um it was exciting um you know the skills competition was very good you know the 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 skills competition is something that gets better and better right and um i i i like when they when they have the the big men versus the small guys and and it's kind of fun to watch as the game evolves right where, where we ask these big guys to shoot threes and we ask these big guys to become more more skillful or at least possess some of the more guard skills the most some of the more ball skills pause that we need um so bam out of bio won the skills competition who won oh, buddy hilled and buddy hilled beat devin booker and i'm a fan of devin booker i think devin booker is a really good player um for the three-point competition about one three-pointer and then the dunk competition listen aaron gordon aaron gordon's incredible um sucks that he's never going to be in another dunk contest because I, I mean he he has two two of the best dunks with no th- title. But you know what else, man? Fuck it. Tough break, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what happens. Um, and then the game. The game was good. Uh, you know, the, 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 the entertainment. So what I like that the NBA did, right? And I wish that the NFL would adopt this. The NBA had the All-Star Weekend. In Chicago. Chicago is a legendary city for entertainment, right? Classic city, legendary city, Chicago. A lot of culture, a lot of art in Chicago, okay? A lot of artists come out of Chicago. So there was a lot of, you know, Chance the Rapper that's featured. Um, there's a lot of Common that's featured, right? A lot of, uh, they had Shaka Khan, who's from Chicago, jazz singer from Chicago. Um, so... They had Shaka Khan do um, the national anthem, and, and people didn't like her rendition. You know, they felt like she jazzed it up a little bit. Well, she's came into the game as a jazz singer. But, you know, Shaka Khan can't do no wrong by me. Shit, she earned it. Right? Ah! That that young girl, Jalia. She invented that dance on TikTok. White people saw the dance. 
NBA featured all these young TikTok people, these young white girls. They was doing the dance, teaching the cheerleaders to dance. And then come to find out the Internet's like, well, well, y'all stole the dance from this young girl. And in typical American fashion, we will take your shit, use your shit, make money off of your shit, and then invite you to our shit. As a way to make amends for stealing your shit individual uh, 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 in the first place. That's 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 what we saw. That's it. That's that is uniquely American. We're going to take your shit, use your shit, make money off your shit. Oh, we saw your shit. My bad. Come on over here to our shit so we can make some more money while you do your shit because we stole it. That's what happens. But the game was good, especially the fourth quarter. And and I hope that they stick with this. And, and even when they proposed these rule changes, I never got up in arms about it. I don't, I don't even think we talked about it on the pod. Um, because it's an exhibition. Like, I don't, give, I don't really care what they do, how they count the scoring, if they want to. You know, I mean, I, 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 I thought it was pretty cool that whichever side won a quarter, that they would, they would donate money to charity. And then they had the two different sides um fans of the two sides or or the the beneficiaries of said charity hypothetically or literally i'm not sure had them cheering on and cheering against and you know i thought that that was cool i thought that was that was fun um and then you know having the untimed fourth quarter and just having the point limit where like you're really seeing these cats competing i thought that that was dope only thing that would make that better is if you have them call their own fouls, right? Have them call their own fouls. Don't have the referee because it, it got decided in free throws, and I don't think anybody wanted to see that. But um, either change the rule to where as though the only time they go to the free throw line is on a shooting foul, not none of that bonus shit. Or and 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 what that bonus shit is 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 basically you get a certain number of fouls that you could commit in a quarter, I believe it's five. And if the team collectively commits more than five fouls in a quarter, then the sixth, seventh, and the consecutive fouls after five, um, that puts the other team in the bonus. And then they're able to go shoot free throws because you got fouled. So you, so you, so because you over foul, you get penalized, basically. Just have it to where as though only the 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 times where people get fouled on a shot can they go to the free throw line that takes that away or have them call their own fouls i would much rather them call their own fouls you're gonna make it a pickup game make it a pickup game have the referees for the first second and third quarter then you know what i mean the fourth quarter have them call their own shit call their own walks and fouls and all that i think i think yo if you want to take it there take it there i think that'll be slick good all-star weekend very good All-Star Weekend. NBA has the best All-Star Weekend. I mean, better than Major League, better, better than the Pro Bowl, hockey, all that shit. Very, very good All-Star Weekend. Congratulations to them. Um, fight coming up this week. Big fight. I'm excited for it because it's heavyweights. I mean, somebody going to get knocked out potentially. Um, you know, they got uh, Wilder versus Fury and Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is such a fitting boxing name. And um, I'd like Wilder to win just because, you know, I'm rooting for everybody black. Um, 
but I think Fury's going to win. Not enough to put any money on Fury or anything like that. Um, but I mean, I mean, Fury's just so much more. He's he's a he's a he's a better boxer, right? He's he's a better boxer. He's he, he he's a better fighter. But Wilder, man, he got that he got that one hitter. But if he if he catch you, he's liable to fucking blow your lights out, blow your house down with it with that with that one hitter. And I mean, in the first fight. When he caught Fury with that right hand in the last round and and knocked Fury down and Fury got up like he was late for work, I th- I mean I mean that that round alone is why we have this fight because I think Fury, you know, won majority of the rounds. Um, just that knockdown, the way t- the Wilder came out in that twelfth round, that twelfth and final round really kind of set the stage for this fight. Um they had the weigh in. As 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 I'm recording this, the 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 weigh in is going on. Um and I believe Wilder is 230 pounds. Whereas though last fight I think he was like 210, 215, something like that. So maybe maybe, you know, having that um like extra weight will will serve him better in terms of trying to handle fury on the inside right um trying to handle some of those bully tactics that i guess fury was was trying to trying to utilize in the first fight um i'm excited to see it though i'm 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 very excited to see that we'll see what happens but uh, I think it'll be a good fight, and and I am looking like yo, I like heavyweight boxing. I mean, I, I like boxing, and and oftentimes you guys hear me joke around, say most people don't know shit about boxing. Most people don't know shit about boxing. Most people don't know shit about boxing, man. Um. So to me, it's always good that w- when there's a big fight, and it's crazy how we um how we wrap our arms around big big boxing fights, big boxing matches, right? The way boxing matches are are promoted is largely in spaces that we don't navigate through anymore. Um, like there's no coincidence that you know every Cinco de Mayo or Mexican Independence Day, which is usually the 14th of September, it's some black guy fighting some Mexican guy, right? Like boxing's still a sport that trades in race. Blatantly, openly, where, you know, we can use certain euphemisms in boxing because, you know, it's savage anyway. It's a fucking fist fight. And Lord knows we don't do that anymore. R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Um, But. We don't care when it comes to boxing. And I mean, it's not really just boxing, but I guess like MMA also. Right. Like UFC also. Um. I don't know much about like the press junkets or I don't, I don't follow it as closely as I do fight the boxing. I mean, you know, the big fights in boxing, of course. Um, but I mean, that was a large reason why Floyd Mayweather was successful, right? He goes from pretty boy Floyd to money Mayweather at a time when lots of people um, that cheered against Floyd were losing their wealth or they felt like they were losing control of over their nation. Right. So you got this little fucking dark skinned motherfucker going around calling himself money Mayweather, buying jewelry, got a harem of women, flying private jets, talking all types of shit, whipping on Mexicans and whipping on white dudes and 
basically telling us to go fuck ourselves. And on top of that, too, he beating up women. Oh, we got to get rid of this nigga. We got to get rid of this nigga. And that's how Floyd was able to be as popular, be as, you know, polarizing as Floyd is. That's just cool in boxing. Like in boxing, you can make fun of your opponent's drug habit and his suicidal tendencies. And you can make fun of the issues that people have with their parents. And you, you can make fun of shit like that in boxing. You can talk about that. You can call people monkeys and, you feel what I'm saying, slurs. and You, you, you can do that shit in boxing because you're trying to drum up the interest. Because, listen, we're a society that's a, a largely a blood-lustful society. We like all the shit that we claim we don't like. We like people getting their ass whooped and, you know, shoot them ups. And we, we, we like that. We like that shit. We like that barbaric shit. Which is why I'm curious as to know what's going to happen with this Greg Robinson fella. You guys heard about this Greg Robinson guy? This Greg Robinson guy. I mean, you, I mean, you got to be the dumbest drug dealer. I mean, was this his first deal? This had to be his first deal. And this story is multi-sided. And that's why we're talking about it. There's so many, there's so many sides to this story. This story there's so much. Okay, so this is from um, CBS Sports, right? Is this CBS Sports? Yeah, this is from CBS Sports. Uh, Tyler Sullivan and Jordan Dijani. Right? And, um, you know, they talk about uh, former NFL offensive tackle, Greg Robinson, wide receiver, Quan Bray. Last play for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I believe Robinson played for the Browns last. Was uh, arrested at the Sierra Blanca border checkpoint on I-10, right? Now, I've never driven, you know, on I-10. Um, from what I understand, it's it's heavily patrolled because, um, you know, people like to move that weight through. Right? So... The way I understand the story, homie met an Uber driver in Louisiana, flew the Uber driver that he met in Louisiana to California, put him up in a Motel 6, then had him, him, his homeboy, and the Uber, and, and the Uber driver drove the car from the rented car with 157 pounds of grass in the backseat, in the trunk rather, drove the car um, from California, and the destination was going to be Louisiana. Listen. I'm not a criminal or nothing like that. But I'm going to probably drive the road that doesn't have the drug checkpoints. Even if that's the long way. I'd rather get there late than not get there. Because the only reason why we know about this story, the only reason why I'm, you know, uh, 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 Jordan... Uh, Johnny and Tyler Sullivan wrote this article is because them niggas didn't get there. And not only did them niggas not get there, allegedly the homie Greg Robinson tried to, you know, say, yo, Uber driver, you trying to take this charge? I'll pay you. The Uber drivers allegedly said, because I, I read the, the, I guess the statement, the police account and they're not even, they didn't even charge the Uber driver. 
I mean, he could be the mastermind of this whole shit, if you think about it. They didn't even charge the Uber driver. They just had an Uber driver in there as passenger, too. And they used a whole lot of him and hers and he's and she's. and Because, you know, hey, this person is not involved in, in, in this investigation unless he or she is going to testify. And if he or she testifies, oof. And I believe he or she produced um, the text thread. Point number two. If you're going to do something illegal with a stranger, don't text them to coordinate it. I'm not a criminal or anything. I'm just saying that just doesn't, that, that, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me as to why you would text a stranger about a criminal conspiracy it reminds me of the episode uh, an episode of the wire where they're starting at a co-op and you know like stringer bell got you know he's he's leading the co-op or whatever and 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 it's the homie shamrock taking notes and singer's like yo man what, what you doing he's like yo i'm taking the minutes for the meeting He's like, are you taking notes on a goddamn criminal conspiracy, man? What is you doing sending text messages to the stranger, dog? Right? And I mean, like, yo, they got the pictures. And they showing the pictures. And, and, and man, these, these were very large duffel bags, two of them. Point number three. I may or may not. Um, drive or have driven. I may or may not have driven in the past with small quantities of marijuana inside my vehicle. And if it's any type of marijuana that you would want to smoke, the small quantity, and by small, I'm, I'm saying maybe an eighth, right? Eighth of an ounce of marijuana. You smell that shit. I remember one time I, I like probably had maybe like two ounces or whatever, allegedly, right? A friend of mine had two ounces and um, that shit was loud. And we're talking two ounces, not 157 pounds. So if I'm, so, so listen, did, did passenger two not smell this? What kind of weed was this? Was this that Babbage? What, what kind of, right? What, what kind of, I mean, yeah, so so listen, we're gonna follow this. Um, I'm, I I I don't really know what's gonna happen, right? Um, but uh, shit, man. Yeah, I don't know. Homie was the number two overall pick. I mean, you going to jail now? Nah. Yeah. Oh, he was a free agent. Browns had no intention. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean maybe this was his last flip. Maybe he felt like his NFL career was over. I I'm just like s skimming through the article as I talk about it. Whatever. Let's let's move on to somebody who maybe not going to jail. And I yo, I'm so curious to see how the public's going to react when Harvey Weinstein walks out of jail. When Harvey Weinstein gets acquitted, 
how are power people going to react? Cause listen, he got the he got the he got all of the sympathy moves. He show up to court. Well, you know what? The moves that we thought didn't work. Right? He shows up to court with that walker. And, you know, we, we just let it, it. It's just cool. Right? I mean, you know. Like, he's fucking debilitated or whatever. Of course, I could never be raping these women and touching these women. Right? But, but where are the, the, the protesters? Listen, we've had a very mild winter. It's been very it's been it's been a very easy winter in this part of the world. Um but I felt like there was a lot more fervor for the Bill Cosby thing, publicly at least, from these feminist groups and people would be outside of his of the courthouse and they'd be protesting and they'd be picketing and they'd be chanting and they'd have their signs and they'd be, you know, chastising this man as he walked in and out of the courtroom and i'm not sure we've seen that and even you know the 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 usual cast of characters that we hear from the gloria allreds and the the lena dunham's and all of these people that we hear about and in, in during times like this when um there are these cases well at least when there was the bill cosby case i'm not even going to say these cases because i'm not sure but with the Bill Cosby case, we've heard of these people. These people made statements publicly. And we're not hearing that. We're not hearing that with the Harvey Weinstein thing. And I don't, I mean, I don't really understand why. And now they're talking about uh, well, you know what? I'll, I'll just read from the article, right? So this is from um, this is from NBC News, and this is by Adam Reese, Daniel Arkin, and Eric Ortiz, right? Jurors in the trial against in the trial against Harvey Weinstein indicated that they were deadlocked Friday on the two most serious counts against him, prompting the judge to order that any verdict must be unanimous. New York Supreme Court Judge James Burke added that if the jury can't reach a unanimous decision then it can return a verdict on the two counts of predatory sexual assault, which carry a maximum penalty of life in prison. The judge also asked the jury to continue deliberations, which are set to resume Monday morning. It is not uncommon for a jury to believe that they'll never reach such a unanimous verdict, but on further deliberation, they often are able to reach a unanimous verdict, Burke told the courtroom. The jury of seven men, five women, began, to, began deliberations Tuesday. The once powerful Hollywood mogul, age 67, who faces one count each of first-degree rape, a first- and third-degree rape, um, and one count of criminal sex act, of a criminal sex act. The jury suggested it reach a unanimous decision on these counts, blah, 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 blah. And this, and this, this just talks about, you know, what, what else can happen or, or, or whatever, right? So Judy Engelmeyer, a spokesman for the defense, later said that it is unclear whether the jury has reached a unanimous decision on three counts, on three of the counts, and that they only appear to be asking for a clarification on jury instructions from the judge. To speculate on a verdict now would be premature and a mistake, Engelmeyer said after the court was adjourned. And all more than 80 women 
have accused the Oscar-winning producer behind Pulp Fiction and the King's Speech of sexual assault and harassment going back decades. Though the charges were based primarily on allegations from former Project One Way production assistant Mimi Haley and former aspiring actress Jessica Mann. Why? Why is it that more than 80 women can accuse somebody of something illicit and only two of them, only two of, two of the 80, have enough sway to have charges filed? I, I mean, I mean, I mean, look, yo, the article says, but in more than a month inside of Manhattan courthouse, prosecutors called four other accusers as witnesses who could testify about Weinstein's alleged pattern of serial abuse, including the Sopranos actress Annabella Cioria, Ciara, the, the chick from Jungle Fever, Gloria Trillo in the show. Who, was who has accused him of raping her in the early 90s. Weinstein pleaded not guilty in the case and denies all allegations of non-consensual sex. His lawyer argued that the trial was an example of the Me Too movement having run amok and repeatedly attempted to raise doubts about his accuser's credibility and motivations in coming forward. Something that Cosby's people try to do, and it, and 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 it, you know, Cosby's in prison at eighty-one years old. Yo, Weinstein also faces sex crimes case in Los Angeles, where he is charged with raping a woman, sexually assaulting another, in separate instance on two consecutive days in two thousand thirteen. He has not formally entered a plea in California. Why not? Why not? <laughs> what? I'm curious. Listen, if I get accused of raping a chick in Oregon and I get accused of raping a chick in Pennsylvania, you think Oregon going to wait until I'm done with Pennsylvania to say, hey, my, oh, yeah, my man, hey, uh, you charged with this who? How, how do you plead? You... Why not? Why is nobody upset? Why is why why not? <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. This is crazy. Like this is this is this is for real crazy. Why not? Do we not care? We don't really care. We don't really care. I mean, like, we don't really care about, like, white guys doing shit wrong. We don't really care. Or is it, like, a power thing? Is, like, the white guys with power thing, like, you know, we have enough power to, to kind of, like, quiet the room? Or distract people well enough? Because we distract it. We was distracted. I mean, I mean, with the 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 Snoop Dogg and the Gale shit and and the the D Wade and how D what you know what D Wade wants to do with his family, which we're gonna talk about later on. Again, um, but why not this Harvey Weinstein shit? What like why is why why not why 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 don't how is yo that last thing that I read about 
I mean, let, let me go back to it. last thing I read about um um Weinstein also faces a sex crimes case in Los Angeles where he is charged with raping a woman and sexually assaulting another in separate instances on two consecutive days in 2013. Let me ask you something. How many women do you have to rape and how small of a span of time before you, you're considered a serial rapist? Just curious. Not too familiar on the particular terminology here or how this... I'm not too sure about that. But what, what more do you need to do? You know? What else needs to happen? Curious. I am. Curious. I mean, because this is, this is, this is, uh, again, like I said, we're not, it's not the same excitement. You don't look hungry no more. So, I mean, uh, remember we heard it first, guys. Harvey Weinstein, not guilty. Um, speaking of not guilty, yo, what's up? How, how many guys bank with Wells Fargo? The Wells Fargo, the nation's fourth largest bank, agreed Friday to pay $3 billion fine to settle civil lawsuit and resolve a criminal prosecution filed by the Justice Department over its fake account scandal. You guys remember when Wells Fargo was creating those fake accounts for people? People who with actual Wells Fargo accounts had other Wells Fargo accounts that they never signed up for? You remember that? And it was all because the CEO wanted people to meet sales quotas and bank employees opened millions of savings accounts and checking accounts in the names of actual consumers without their knowledge or consent. And then when the fraud became public in 2016, Wells Fargo had a whole bunch of those shitty commercials talking about how much you can trust us. Wells Fargo did this. You guys don't, you guys don't remember this, right? And, and then the bank was, you know, um, has faced a whole bunch of lawsuits and, and, and the scheme lasted for more than a decade. And, and, and it, it really ruined a lot of people's lives because people got fired for this. And not the people that should get fired for this, but lowly level people, not even executives, maybe a couple of branch managers, but people that were licensed. And basically, you're no longer going to be hired by another financial services company because you got a negative remark on your U5 on your way out. You, you don't remember this? Maybe you do, maybe you don't, because a lot's happened since 2016. Right? But the Security Exchange Commission said, and this is from this is from NBC News, right? Pete Williams. Shout out my man Pete Williams. Pete Williams writes, none of the money to be paid to the government under the settlement will go to compensate consumers. But officials said Wells Fargo has separately made efforts to compensate victims for potential losses, such as fees they might have been charged or harm to their credit rating, if any. Why not? Where's this $3 billion going? If it's not going to the people that were defrauded. Where's the money going? Who gets the money? Curious. Who, who gets the money? It's a real question. Who gets the money? if not the people that were defrauded. The Security and Exchange Commission said $500 million of the settlement would be used to compensate investors who responded to the bank's promotion as its cross-sale strategy, selling more products and services to existing customers. 
We take seriously the rights of customers, creditors, and investors, all of whom were harmed by this conduct, where the bank was making up sales activities to get competitive advantage over its consumers, a senior Justice Department official said. Who is the senior Justice Department official? And how seriously are you taking this if, if ain't nobody getting charged? Yo, let me tell you, man, if I open up an if I open up a credit card account with your name, if I open up a banking account in your name with your social security number, without your authority, without you even knowing, they I'm gonna get charged. Probably gonna be sent to jail for this. We take seriously the right bullshit. As part of the settlement, Wells Fargo admitted that employees were pressured to sell large volumes of new products to existing customers as a way of generating more business, often with little regard for a customer's actual needs. Bank employees began calling the practice gaming, and it included opening accounts without customers' knowledge, issuing credit and debit cards, and moving money from existing accounts to the fraudulently open ones. How? So how is that not punishable like a, like a real crime? Not no like, we're going to pay you, a, we're going to charge you with a $3 billion fine. But that money ain't going to be used to pay back the people that were defrauded. One, as part of the Friday settlement, the Justice Department agreed to not criminally prosecute the bank. During a three-year term of the agreement, provided that Wells Fargo continues to cooperate with the government investigations the agreement has reached the agreement was reached with the bank itself not with any individuals responsible for the fraud but last month the bank's former chief executive officer john stump was fined 17.5 million dollars by the office of uh, blah, blah 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 which is horseshit because because john stump made 200 million dollars off of this And you know you know what shout out to elizabeth warren we had the debates this 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 past week and um, it appears like Senator Warren is the most prepared, the 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 most competent candidate out there. Um, if we're just looking at people that have prepared for the job, she seems like she she put the most work in to prepare for the job. But we know she's not going to get elected. Um, but she had. You know, you know, there was a I'm, I'm, I'm assuming a Senate hearing and she did a wonderful job digging into this John Stumpf guy. Um, and, and we really get a glimpse of how they view, how they think, how they give a fuck, how they feel. Here's how they feel about you. And hashtag we try to tell y'all ain't not going to happen. 17.5 homie made 200 mil. You getting fined three billy. But you don't. But only five hundred million going to the cut. What happened to the other two and a half billy? The fuck is going on? The fuck is going on, man? Crazy. Hashtag we try to tell y'all, right? Fuck is going on with these debates, man. Fuck is going on with these candidates, man. This shit is crazy. This shit is all. This shit is all going down. Listen, I don't want it to happen, but Trump's gonna win. Because, he, he, I mean, yo, Bloomberg, Bloomberg, uh, uh, yo, it's Bloomberg guy. And all black people really are, and, and listen, let me tell you something. 
this is for this is this is for you know nice white people that want to make a change in the world and this is for like black people that are kind of confused as to why you know your militant uncle is willing to vote for Michael Bloomberg black people that believe in the fucking in in policy in politics they're afraid they're afraid because the guy that's in office now, nobody would have imagined that this guy would have won. But he won. And we're like, holy shit, this guy won. How the fuck are we going to get this guy out of here? And we're afraid that white people, you know, they're going to do this white people thing. And, 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 <sighs> which is why they won't vote for an Elizabeth Warren. They won't vote for a Kamala Harris. And Andrew Yang. They won't vote for that anymore. Which is unfortunate. Because like I said, I think that Senator Warren is the most competent candidate. But she's not going to win. She, I mean, she, she, she won't even get the nominee. It's going to be Biden. It's some old white guy. Because we need white people. It's got to be some old white guy. And goddamn, man, this Bloomberg guy, he's really, I mean, he's, you know, who are you going to elect? Satan or Satan? Right? B Bloomberg is all the things that we claiming that we don't want our politicians to be. He got, you know, sex assault allegations and, 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 uh, uh, um, what's the shit where, you know, I'm saying the, the people sign so they don't say a word. The, uh. You know, the clause, the confidentiality thing. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I'm, I, I'm having a brain fart. But how serious do we take our politicians? We got the Amy Klobuchar woman, senator from, uh, or, or, or is she a congressman? No, no, senator, senator from um, Minnesota. Don't even know the president of Mexico name. Now listen, I don't know the name of the Mexican president, but I ain't running for president. I ain't gonna have to talk to this dude, negotiate with this dude, put trade agreements together with this dude, coordinate security on the border with this dude. But if you're running for election, ma'am, it would be wise if you learn your colleagues' names. America's fucked. Okay? That's just, that's, that's just, that's just the brass tacks of it, man. America's fucked. You know? And you, you, you wish it could be different. NDAs, non-disclosure agreements. There you go. You wish it could be different, but it's not. Right? It's not. And uh, all of these other candidates that couldn't afford to hang. And again, it's so confusing how all these guys are spending millions and millions and millions of dollars for a job that pays 400 grand. But how, how do we, how, how can we justify a guy like Bloomberg just coming in to buying ads? And I swear to God, every podcast I listen to, Bloomberg ads. Bloomberg ads.
yo, how is you, how, how are you doing this? And if, and, and listen, if you want entertainment, this was entertainment, right? Cause it was, it was, you know, people talking shit, people throwing shots and, and, and Bloomberg said something to Bernie Sanders, which, um, I think f- f- flies over a lot of people's heads where, you know, Bloomberg said, oh, you know, it's crazy that, um, the country's biggest socialist, um, is a billionaire with is, is a millionaire, excuse me, with three homes. And we as a society need to come to grips with what we're fighting for, who we're fighting for, and what these terms actually mean that we label people. Right? Like millionaire. Millionaire used to mean something significant. Millionaire isn't significant anymore. Million a million dollars ain't really a lot of money anymore depending on where you are in the united states listening to this a million dollars ain't really a lot of money right so you know we we all throw the the word millionaire around because it used to mean something a million dollars used to mean something in the 60s a million dollars ain't really as you know what i'm saying it ain't it it don't really got the same bite that it had then today in 2020 not in not not in the part of the world where most of us want to live in and it's just not and and i and i'm only saying most not to shade where anybody's from not to denigrate where where everybody's from i'm only saying most of us based off of the, the 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 population figures right where there are the most people is where it usually costs the most to live period that tells me that people want to live there, right? Um, almost like the 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 whole like six figures thing. Where people say, "Oh yeah, you know, I mean, a a job that pays like six figures." There ain't really no money. I mean, it's very you can have a great life if you make six figures, and you live in North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? You live in fucking St. Louis. You can have a good life making six figures, right? You're not, I mean, your, your life isn't that exorbitant earning six figures living in New Jersey, living in New York City, living in California. It's not really, it, yeah, it, 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 ain't, it ain't really, it ain't really that. It ain't really that. But, um... Yeah, man, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, uh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't really know what to say about that, about the debates, because I don't think any of these guys are going to be Trump. And, um, yeah, so uh, on more depressing news, we're going to follow up on a story that we talked about uh, maybe two weeks ago. The, um, the teacher from Zachary, Tennessee, more more details have emerged, right? And this is um who wrote this? Are they gonna tell me? Um, Leah Skeen, staff writer for the Advocate. I'm assuming it's a Baton Rouge newspaper. But um, it starts out the sexual encounters between a Zachary Middle School teacher and her underage former student included having unprotected sex inside of her husband's new truck while parked behind the Popeyes in Zachary. 
the them, them chicken sandwiches are something else, man. I'm telling you. Chicken sandwich so good and make you want to go raw steams on a former student in your husband's truck. Your husband's new truck. I like how she threw that in there. Did it still have temp tags or something? How do, how do we know exactly how new how new and, and, and what kind of truck was it? Um, another encounter incurred in the parking lot of Walk-On's restaurant, also within Zachary City Limits, the records say. New details about the case emerged Wednesday when an arrest warrant prepared by Zachary Police was filed into the court record. Elleria Silver, Silva, excuse me, an 8th grade science teacher at Northwestern Middle School was arrested earlier this month and accused of sexually abusing a minor. The details previously reported about the allegations came from the separate arrest warrant from the East Baton Rouge Parish Sheriff's Office. So they just did that. One police department filed an arrest warrant and the other one is like, hold the fuck up, we're going to file one too. We see that she's already in custody. We see that this bitch has already been arrested, but we're going to throw this on. Also, why can't they do this for Weinstein? I don't know. Maybe one of y'all can help me with that. I don't know, right? But the agencies have completed their own investigation because the alleged misconduct occurred both within Zachary and in other unincorporated parts of the parish, but the Zachary Police Department refused to release its warrant to the media before it was filed into court record. In addition to these incidents in Zachary parking lots, the teacher and the student had sex numerous times at her house while her own child was inside the resident arrest uh, was inside the resident's arrest record show. It is unclear exactly when the alleged sexual encounters began, but the records note that the relationship itself lasted more than a year and started when Silva, 34, was the boy's teacher. She placed a sticky note on his desk one day saying that he was looking sad. Then the two started exchanging emails, investigators said. The first exchanges were sent via the school email system and Silva avoided sending anything that was flirtatious or inappropriate because she knew the school could check the emails, quote, the detectives wrote. Then Silva asked the boy to create a personal email account and began sending very flirtatious, excuse me, and began being very flirtatious there. They would also sometimes communicate via text messages, but they had to limit the texts because Silva's husband would sometimes check her phone. So that means that the husband knew how his wife got down. Knew that she couldn't be trusted. Knew that she was just an overly horny white bitch. Right? Just, just, the husband just knew it. Because why else would he be checking the phone? And honestly, listen, man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want the kind of marriage where I got to check my wife's phone. And I mean... That she wasn't new dick that bad, but she just had to go rape a child. I remember, right? But the boy told detectives that he thought it was strange because this was his teacher. She would also send him nude photos, but avoided showing her face in them, according to arrest records. Authorities have said that the boy was 15 years old when the two started routinely sleeping together last summer. He said it became normal for Silva to pick him up sometimes after school or in the mornings during the summer when she would bring him to her house and then either drive him home later or get him an Uber, according to the warrant. He told police it was a burden on him because he couldn't tell anyone, and he was scared because he didn't know what the, he didn't know what she was capable of doing to him. All right. He also said she would sometimes give him a vape pen containing THC. I mean, isn't Bill Cosby in prison for allegedly drugging adult women and having sex with them? Right. Based on these charges, I ain't seeing nothing about 
and maybe they can't prove that. I don't know. I don't know, right? But when the boy would go to Silva's house, he would have to crawl into the building to avoid being seen on her security cameras, he told the police. She also gave him access to her credit cards, buying him clothes and sometimes paying for a rideshare driver to take him home after their visits, according to the warrant. Silva was booked into blah, 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 blah. Um, she had taught for, the, for 10 years at Northwestern Middle School. Zachary's school district is ranked number one in the state. Stop fucking the kids. Okay? Stop fucking the kids. The kids should be supported. And, you know what? It, it, it doesn't matter. We'll follow the story as this shit progresses. Right? But I like this segment. This, this you know, uh, 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 teachers not teaching segment teachers is touching touching not teaching bitch i like this segment i do but um support the kids man it's the least we could do man shit and like eh. all right so the whole Dwayne wade thing and, and we talked about it last week and this thing is going to grow, and this thing is going to grow, and this thing is going to grow, and we're going to present our own personal shit to it. And it really has nothing to do with us. And I, I, I get it. They, they talk about it publicly, which kind of makes it, which kind they put it out in the public lexicon, and we have to comment and critique, and we have to do all of this stuff. Listen, all right, cool. I don't think either of us, um, and like I say either of us, like it's, you know, a quantifiable like number of people. I don't think that many of us are qualified to talk about some of the things that we talk about. Um... I know myself, I have some confusions still about like, you know, gender and sex and how they differentiate. Um, I, I hear people saying that, you know, sex is like a biological thing where like gender is, is how you identify. I, again, I don't know enough to argue either way. Um, I don't know enough in terms of the mental capacity that a 12 year old person would have to decide how they wish to identify in terms of their gender identifications. Don't have enough information to determine if a 12-year-old is capable or incapable of, of that. I know my beliefs and my opinions, um, and that's not good enough. Right? We all have our beliefs. We all have our opinions. But that's not good enough. Right? That's not good enough to decide what somebody should or shouldn't be able to do with their individual family. We might have disagreements on a certain lifestyle that people might want to live. But if you want to live your lifestyle, it's in your best interest to start supporting other people's lifestyle. Now, I, for one, support Dwayne Wade in his decision to support his child. One of the reasons why is because we live in a time where people are so quick to turn their back on family and cancel and, you know, not. I mean, be happy that this child has support 
why are we upset that a parent wants to love their child? Wants to have an open mind in how they raise their child and how they accept their child and how they choose to parent their child. Why can't we support that? I love how we are so quick to say what we would or wouldn't do based off of whatever. Well, I, if that was my kid, I wouldn't be. You don't know shit. You don't even take care of your kid now. You don't even take care of yourself now in real life. All right. I don't have enough information to intelligently say why Dwayne Wade shouldn't allow his child to identify however this child wants to identify. And quite frankly, I think it's irresponsible for us to make a big deal about things that characters do or say on their social media. And I'm talking about the little Boosie shit. How Lil Boosie, we don't know if Lil Boosie's serious. We don't know if Lil Boosie's playing. You feel what I'm saying? And if Lil Boosie is serious, I think it's safe to say that he's not qualified enough to intelligently present an argument as to why somebody shouldn't allow their child to do so. I don't think Lil Boosie is the, the, the reference that we should be looking towards in terms of how we intelligently handle these situations. I'm not, Boosie ain't qualified in this department, in my opinion. But Boosie say some shit where he's talking about, nah, please don't cut his dick off. And everybody, and now all of a sudden we think, yo, Dwayne Wade never said anything about this child going through a sex change. That's something little Boosie said. And I say character because, yo, what's a little Boosie real name? I'm sure who who Lil Boosie is publicly on his Instagram and and who Lil Boosie is in these songs that he writes. I'm sure that ain't the same Lil Boosie that's with his mom and them on Thanksgiving. Sure it's not. So there's some context there. And I mean, like, yo, like, shout out Boosie. I fucks with Boosie. Like, I, I, I mean, like, musically, I think Boosie, you know what I'm saying? Like, some of his shit knock. But this ain't nothing that I'm not going to take Boosie seriously about this. And I'm not going to take none of y'all niggas seriously about this. But y'all niggas make it hard to defend y'all when y'all be coming out with these ignorant shit. And why all of a sudden niggas want to talk about religion as it pertains to like. How motherfuckers live their life. Right. Fucking young thug talking about. um, God don't make mistakes. Nigga, nigga, what the fuck is you talking about? Are you you use a devout Christian now, young thug? What the fuck you mean? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. And 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 niggas and ask the other niggas taking this argument, and y'all niggas need to chill. Cause y'all, yo, y'all don't be saying nothing about God when y'all be lusting after these women. Y'all don't say nothing about God when y'all be stealing, when y'all be doing drugs, selling drugs, when y'all be punching bitches in their face and shit. Y'all don't say nothing about God then. As soon as it comes to what somebody wants to do with their family, that is none of our fucking business. 
Then all of a sudden it's God don't make no mistakes, nigga. And niggas need to get God in their life, nigga. And niggas need to read the Bible, nigga, because God already talked about this, nigga. And we need to figure out what's going to happen because God is going to. Man, shut that. Stop running up on niggas with all that whack shit. Shut your goddamn ass up. Shit, shit don't got nothing to do with us, man. And listen, I ain't got no kids. So I don't know how I would feel if my child for years has been telling me that they don't feel like what I think they are. And I'm going to just come out and say it, man, based off of the decisions that y'all make every day in y'all life, based off of the based off of the responsibilities that y'all run from and the choices and the decisions that y'all run from and avoid. Y'all don't really care about y'all kids as much as y'all say y'all do on these social sites. Everybody's so quick to talk about what they're going to do for their kids, but they're not willing to change anything about themselves for the improvement of their family, for the betterment of their child. Ain't nobody trying to do that. And that's a fact. Ain't none of y'all, ain't most of y'all not doing that. Most of y'all not willing to put the work in for yourself so that y'all could give y'all kids a better life. Y'all not doing that. Y'all not willing to learn nothing new. Y'all not willing to change anything about yourselves, drop new habits, add better habits. Stop watching TV, read books. Y'all not willing to do that shit. Y'all not willing to do it. Y'all not willing to put the work in for y'all so y'all could be better, so you can be a more positive influence on your child's life. Y'all out here sneaking students in the house, having them climb through the window, raw dogging them with your kids in the house. Y'all out here smoking weed and shit with y'all kids in the house. Y'all out here drinking and sneaking niggas in with y'all kids in the house. Y'all out here filming twerk videos and doing all types of shit with y'all kids in the house. And I'm not shading none of that shit. I'm down with the nigga shit. Trust and believe. But I'm also not telling somebody that they right or wrong for how they choose to raise their child if they're genuinely coming from a place of love and support. I'm not doing that. I'm not saying that. So, some of y'all need to chill. Some of y'all need to mind y'all fucking business. And most of us need to mind our fucking business. And like I said, be happy that this child has some type of support. Not trying to equate the situations at all, but I remember some years back with a guy, Landon Collins. I don't know who Landon Collins plays for now, but he used to play for the uh, the New York Giants. The Giants drafted him. And uh, this is when he was a high school student. He was signing his letter of intent to go to college. And um, I believe Landon Collins is from Louisiana, and, and, and he was sitting at the table with his mom and his family, and he had to choose between going to Louisiana State or going to Alabama, and he chose to go to Alabama, and his mom was unhappy, visibly unhappy. And when the, the, the news reporter asked this woman why was she unhappy, she said because she wanted him to go to Louisiana. And we judged that woman. And we called that woman all types of names and, 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 and we, we loudly voiced criticisms about this woman that I felt like were irresponsible and just, just unknowledgeable. 
and we was like, why can't this woman just support her son wanting to go play for this this college versus this college? And again, I'm not equating the two. But why can't we just be happy for Dwayne Wade supporting his child however Dwayne Wade wants to support his child? You know what I'm saying? Word. I think that's a good time to end. I think we'll end on that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast. If this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, subscribe, rate, and comment. We're on um, Apple Podcasts and and Spotify and, and Stitcher and all that good shit. Um, and for those saying that we need to put the podcast on YouTube... Most of y'all just saying that because y'all want us to, uh, um, y'all want to hit us with y'all affiliate links. Eh, contact me, man. We might be able to work something out. I'm open. I'm open to negotiation. Right? All 2020, open to negotiation. And, um, yeah, man, that's all I got, man. Y'all take it easy. I'll talk to y'all soon. Y'all be good. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot the signature, man. I almost forgot the signature. Fuck, I gotta, I gotta remember. Listen, people are illogical and reasonable and self-centered. Love them anyway. If you do good, people will accuse you of selfish ulterior motives. Do good anyway. If you're successful, people will, excuse me, if you're successful, you will win false friends and real enemies. Succeed anyway. The good you do today will be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Honest and frankness make you vulnerable. Be honest and frank anyway. The biggest men with the biggest ideas can be shot down by the smallest men with the smallest minds. Think big anyway. What you spend years building may be destroyed overnight. Build anyway. People really need help, but people may attack you if you help them. Help them anyway. Give the world the best you have and you'll get kicked in the teeth. Give your best anyway. I'll talk to y'all soon. Y'all take it easy. Yeet it!